Welcome to episode number 11 of the practice of nonprofit leadership. I'm Tim Barnes. And I'm Nathan Ruby. Well, Nathan, we're in this series on what's my job. And we've had a good time talking about some of the various aspects of what really is the job of an executive director. It's been fun kind of going back and forth and even, you know, it'd be great for you guys to sit around our table as we talk about, okay, what are, what are we going to share? Um, and wish we could record that. That would probably be uh, uh, both good <laughs> and bad, maybe. <laughs> we say this about every other podcast that we should like record that time. And then obviously we never do. So well, Nathan, we're excited to talk about one aspect today of being executive director in, in our job, and that is helping the organization stay on mission. And I'm excited about that. So let me ask you a couple of questions. In your role as executive director, I wonder if you've ever experienced one or more of the following scenarios. So a volunteer or a staff member comes to you and says, Nathan, we should incorporate this program into our work. Hmm. Or a donor calls you. This is can be pre- prevalent. A donor calls you and says, you know, Nathan, if you take on this project, I'll donate $25,000 to make it happen. Hmm. You're in a meeting, board, board meeting, and one of the board members shares a need that she's recently heard about and suggests that the organization should take on that need. Wow. So what do you do in those kind of scenarios, Nathan? Well, you know, Tim, it, it's interesting because I was really holding my tongue to, to let you to just so I didn't talk over the top of you. But yes, the answer is yes to each of those bullet points. And yes, collectively, um, there have been multiple times uh, on each one of those and, and a whole bunch of other things where people come up and they have an idea and you know one of the one of the great things and and the three examples you had are are perfect examples on and these are this is actually positive because you have people if they're coming up and they're excited about something it means they're engaged they're they're looking to impact the world through your organization through my organization and and how cool is that i mean we can't no organization can survive if you don't have people stakeholders volunteers board members donors end users, you know, staff uh, that are excited about what the organization does. So those are all good things. But the the challenges is to know um, what to say yes to, and more importantly, what to say no to. Mm-hmm. Uh, because often what you say no to more clearly defines who you are than what you say yes to. Um Gosh, I should tweet that, Tim. Um, so as the as the executive director, part of your job is going to keep the organization on mission, on track, on target. Uh, and in the industry, when an organization gets sideways or gets outside of its of its main purpose, of its mission, that is called mission creep. And mission creep is real. Uh, there are so many needs and so many opportunities out there that it could be easy to just slowly drift from your core mission to encompass more and more and more. And then all of a sudden, six months, a year, 18 months, two years down the road, you look at what you're doing. It's like, oh my gosh, this is not what we are supposed to be doing. We're we're spending money and resources and energy on things that are outside the scope of our mission. So that is part of your job as the executive director is keeping you on, keeping the organization on mission. 
So Tim, today you've got a few points um, that you'd like to share on this and, and helping our listeners to stay on mission. So what do you got for us today? Yeah, well, I'm excited to talk about it. And again, you know, we we try to bring things out of our own experiences, things that we're have learned or are learning or in the middle of it. So here's a couple of things to, to keep in mind as executive director, keeping your, your organization on mission. And I think the first thing is that um, we need to make sure that our mission is, is clear, that it's, that it really resonates. It makes sense. And uh, it's clear to those who are uh, implementing as well as funding, as well as working with all those kind of things. So the, the first question, you know, it's, is the mission focused or is it too general? Does, does it need to be sharpened? So is it really clear on why, you, why your organization exists? And, and that's important because it, the, the clearer it is and the more focused it is, the easier it is to make those kinds of, of decisions when people say, hey, can you do this? Um, and, and does it make sense to the board, to the donors, to your staff, to your volunteers? Do they, do they know if they have to communicate that mission to other people, do they, do they know that? And quite frankly, are you able to communicate <laughs> it in a clear and compelling way? Do you, do you know why your organization exists? We just recently with our organization, ask our board members to, um, just take two or three sentences and communicate uh, what it, what is our mission, and not necessarily writing it verbatim, you know, our mission statement. But but what is what is it that we are we are doing? Why do we exist as an organization? And it was interesting. Um, some of it we were really encouraged by, and other places were like, "Wow, we we need to have some more conversation. We need to sharpen it a little bit more." So it's really important that that the mission is very, is very clear, not, not just having a clear mission statement, which is important, but also that it's clear in people's minds and hearts of what you're trying to do. So that'd be the first question. Is it clear? Do you, do you know why you exist? Yeah, Tim, I, uh, I just wrote down a note to myself. Um, uh, in the past, uh, I have for board meetings and this work, it worked really so well um, that I stopped doing it. And uh, my, my note was to kick it back up again, but I, I used to have uh, board meetings. We would start the very first thing was a quick story or a quick that it, that exemplified the mission of the organization. So you, you, for board members who they're just, they're, they're busy, they've got jobs, they got lives, they got, you know, they don't live and breathe this stuff. Like, like the, all of us, you know, you and me and, and our listeners, um, and so it exemplifies what that mission is so that we can talk about that at every board meeting. What is our mission and, and how are we living that out in the field on the ground? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's a, that's a great point, because in, in today's world of all of the all of the input that takes place, exec, executive directors have to make sure that the mission of the organization is getting implanted into our stakeholders just as much as anything else is. Right. Well, the the. the- the thing that's good when the mission is clear, then you're able to, to let the mission filter these key decisions. So when someone comes to you and says, let's do this program. Hey, let's step into this need. Hey, let's, let's, um, you know, someone says, I will give you all this money. If you do X, Y, and Z, that may be one of the hardest decisions we face. 
Yeah. Uh, when we yeah. when we're when we have people who really want to give us resources and we need resources, <laughs> but there's some stipulation uh, on you've got to carry out this and being able to have a clear mission statement allows you to filter to say, okay, how does that, how does that work? You know, I don't know how this came up, but um, my, my boss and I were talking about, I think we were working on our 990. And if you don't know what a 990 is, um, then maybe you need to reach out to us and let us tell you, (laughs) but 990 is basically the uh, tax return nonprofits do the communication tool that goes back to the IRS. But somehow in there, there was question about um, something about a tanning studio. And so we were trying to figure out what in the, how does that work with any, in a nonprofit <laughs> situation? It was really bizarre, but we had a good laugh about it. if someone came and said, Hey, here's $10,000 to set up a tanning salon in a, in a refugee camp. It's like, does that even make any sense? Where does that fit into our, into our mission? You know, but having that clear mission, having a focus, um, lets you be able to make some of those, some of those decisions. So, here's some questions. You know, if someone says, "Let's do something," or "I'll give you money for something," using the mission as a filter, is this consistent with our mission and our purpose? Is this does this really fit what we're trying to do? Uh, you know, another one: Does this move us toward our key goals and our outcomes? Now I'm pre I'm presupposing that you actually have goals and outcomes that you're going for, um, but you know using using that the mission connected to your the goals and the outcomes, you're able to make some of those kinds of decisions and and being and considering you know both short term and long term impacts. Maybe it's like oh we really need to cash now, but what does that tie you to longer term? And how will, if we do this, so if we implement this program, if we do this, how will that impact our resources? We don't necessarily want to have a scarcity mindset, but there is a sense that we are responsible to spend our our resources wisely to accomplish our mission. And so if we choose to do this, if we choose to um, implement this program, what's that going to do to money? to time, to staff, to volunteers, this new thing is going to require um, all that. And so having a clear mission helps us ask some of those questions before we say, before we say yes. Yeah. Back in the day, um, I was down in Mexico doing some site visits on some of the programs that the organization I was working for was funding. And we were at an orphanage um, and it came around the corner and there is this, it wasn't an Olympic size pool. But it was close. I mean, it was this huge in-ground pool that was totally empty. There's no water in it. And it was obvious there hadn't been water in it for years. And so I asked the director of the organization, I said, what in the world is that? And they said, well, we had a donor that came down and I listed off how many years ago it was. And he really wanted to give had a compassion for the kids and in the orphanage and he really wanted to help. And he thought that maybe a pool would be really good and uh, an in-ground pool to boot. And so they built this beautiful pool. Um, It worked for one season uh, and the kids loved it. I mean, there was no short term. It was fabulous. It was a great thing, but long-term organization didn't have the money to keep it up, to get the filters, you know, when they had a problem with it, 
And, you know, all of a sudden they had this budget that they couldn't meet. And, and what was a simple thing to cut the pool? So now all that money was spent on this big, beautiful pool that nobody was getting the benefit of. And, you know, so your last two, you know, consider short-term, long-term impacts. How will this impact our resources moving forward? Nobody asked those two questions yeah. um, because they would have, they would have never, they should have never put that in. So. And I think, Nathan, we would both, as we are in the middle of this conversation, I think neither of us would say you shouldn't consider opportunities. You shouldn't consider when someone comes and says, Hey, let's, let's do something. We're not saying you close a wall around you, put, put, you know, put a wall around yourself, but the key is ask the right questions and use the mission to filter some of those decisions. That's what we're looking at. Right. The, the answer to that, to that is no, we don't want your money because your idea to put in a pool is stupid. The, the, the answer, the answer is, Hey, I know you love these kids and I know you want to impact these kids. Here's some ideas that might make it, you know, because of the long-term impact to the organization, here are some other ideas that you might want to consider or, you know, some conversation to that. And uh, it, Tim, it's hard. It, it's hard when somebody comes in, especially with money, dangling money in front of you. And it's like, I'm out telling people all the time, you know, we need, we need funding. We need funding. We need funding. And then here, you know, the golden goose comes along and says, here's your funding. And now I have to say, no, that is hard. Yeah. Well, as, as we go through this, another, another part of this is, is remember the who. Okay. And what I mean by that is the people, the community, the individuals, the organization that benefit from what you're doing. So it's basically the the end, I don't know if I want to say end users, but it's it's the beneficiaries from the mission that you're doing. So as you are wrestling with, okay, what should we do here? What, you know, should we implement this program? Should we take this money? Whatever. Um, what, how will that benefit the beneficiaries of our organization, the work we're doing? And what will be the impact on them if our organization gets off track? So if we if we make a, a hard a hard right and and go in this direction, what happens to those who are benefiting from our program? And I think we would say this is hard, but don't be afraid to say no. That's part of leadership. That's part of, of um, helping your organization be as effective as possible to, to, to uh, accomplishing the, the mission that you've been tasked to lead in this, in this setting. And as we've already said, this can be um, especially hard when talking with potential donors and board members, you know, board members, especially because ultimately we're going to talk about it in a second. Ultimately, they are responsible for the mission, but sometimes they need a little help um, keeping keeping the focus there. And and I think as you say no, don't just go, no, nah, that's stupid, and go on. I think it's important for you to actually think about it. Go through the process. You know, be able to present your, your reasoning. You know, talk about the impact that you see. Talk about the effectiveness of the organization. Don't just don't just say no and and walk away, but say okay. Here's here's my thinking. Let's have a conversation about that as well. You know, the, the uh, being an executive director is both science and art. 
the the science of this is um you know your board member wants to do what you know x whatever x is that is that is outside of the scope um and so the science is okay we're not going to do things that are outside of our of our mission scope the the art is how do you take that energy and that excitement and that enthusiasm to help and to be on your board member who who wants to help, wants to be part of the solution, is excited about this. How do you take that enthusiasm and direct them in the way that the organization best needs them to 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 go? That's art, and you know that you. If you're new to this, if if you're a first time executive director and and you're uh, you just haven't done this. Yo, you're gonna you're gonna get your nose bloodied a couple of times, I mean, not physically, but you know you're you're gonna take some lumps, and that's that's just part of the process. Um, and it, it is like Tim said, uh, you know, don't say no, that's stupid. Which it'd be great if you could just say that because <laughs> it'd be over and you could move on. But it, it's it's making sure they understand what the mission is, talking through. Hey, here's the ramifications of if we did this. And I believe reasonable people make a reasonable decision most of the time. So if you could sit down with your board member in this situation and talk through, okay, if we did this, this is this is what would happen. And this is this is, you know, and and a lot of times a board member will get to the conclusion on their own. Oh, okay, maybe this isn't the right choice. My my final point in, in this is that I think it's really important to do regular mission quote unquote checkups. Um, and I think annually is a really good, is a good rhythm because circumstances change. You know, things happen. And it's important to say, is are we still are we still good with this mission? Is the need still is the need still there? Maybe the need has actually been fulfilled, or maybe things have changed and it's not needed as much as it was before, or or whatever circumstances are changing. It's really good to ask some of those questions. Like, is the mission still needed? Um, have the circumstances changed? Are we still effective in what we're doing? Um, are we still on track? Have we veer, veered off? And I think that's something that you do um, with your board, maybe include maybe conversation with some, if you have some key staff that, that could be a part of that conversation as well, but annually, at least taking a checkup and saying, where, where are we? Sometimes the mission needs to be updated. Maybe it needs to be reworked. Maybe it needs to be retired, uh, you know, but that's the kind of conversation you need to have. Right. I mean, if your organization is 30 years old and you're doing business, the, the daily operations, exactly the same way that you were doing it 30 years ago, eh, maybe it's a good time to have that conversation, you know? And if, if you're, if you're feeding, you know, if you're feeding kids on Elm street in your town, that's your mission. And one day you wake up and there's five other organizations feeding kids on Elm Street. Maybe it's time to, you know, maybe it's time to look at Oak Street or Birch Street, you know, and I'm not saying it is or it isn't, but you've got to regularly be having these conversations. And I think as the executive director, you it's your job as the executive director to know what is the board's job and what is your job. And sometimes the board needs to be helped with what their job is. 
right? Because as the executive director, you should be you should be actively engaged in learning the biz the nonprofit business. You know how you how nonprofits operate. How do they fundraise? How do they market? How do they do programming? How does the board? I mean, this is your expertise. You are the expert. And sometimes, and and your board, depending on the, your board makeup, they may not know or may not actively pursue that vision and mission are their responsibility. So sometimes the executive director, even though the the mission and vision is the board's purview, sometimes the executive director has to get in there and say, hey, folks, you know, we're behind in this area. Here's what you need to do to catch us up. So let's have this conversation. Your your job is to is to keep the organization on mission, the mission that has been set by the board. We recognize that part, but your 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 job is to make sure they're going in the right direction. So make sure your mission is clear. Filter those decisions about what you do through the lens of the mission. Um, don't don't forget the people, the organizations, the, the beneficiaries of what you're trying to do. Don't be afraid to say no. And Take some time on a regular basis to take to make some checkups on the mission and on your effectiveness as an organization. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Practice of Nonprofit Leadership, helping you navigate the murky, tumultuous waters of nonprofit leadership. Each week, we bring you a mixture of encouragement, information, stories and practical tools to make your journey just a little easier, more fun, and helping you make a greater impact in the world. Would you like a deeper dive into today's topic? Then come on over to the Practice of Nonprofit Leadership website where you will find resources and tools that you can use. Plus, you can connect with Tim and me. We'd love to hear from you. So to all you executive directors and those aspiring to be one, see you next week.